Hey characters, Quinn here with a quick update. After recording this episode, we decided to make some homebrew changes to the Changeling race because we felt that the currently published material for Changelings was problematic. As a result, the character sheet won't exactly match what we discussed in the recording, but we still hope you enjoy the show! And I'm Alex. And we're A Couple couple of Characters. characters. We discuss topics related to creating characters for role-playing games. What are we going to be talking about today, Alex? So today we're going to be making a random character that I might play in a little little campaign or one-shot that you're going to run for me. Yeah, so the other day on Twitter I saw a friend of the show, Harper from Chaotic Creations, post this fun idea. Um, She was looking for help creating a one-shot she was going to DM for her partner for their anniversary. And since our anniversary was coming up, I thought that would be a really fun thing to do because I really like DMing. It might give us a little bonus content for our Patreons, or we might just release it on the normal thread later on. Yeah, we haven't decided yet. But first, it's time for a random encounter. Whoa. I know, right? I'm shocked. I, I for one, am also surprised. This is a segment where we briefly talk about characters we have encountered outside of RPGs, like in TVs, movies, books, video games, etc. Alex, do you have any characters you'd like to talk about today? So, I would like to bring Lariel. She's a character in the Abhorson series by Garth Nix. Mm-hmm. This is a book series. And Lariel... A little brief thing about her is that she grows up in this community of people that can see the future. And when she's, I think, 14 at the beginning of the book, she still hasn't seen the future, which is normally by the time you're 14, you have seen the future in this community. And then it kind of goes with her not fitting in and then her going on a journey and learning a little bit more about herself and why she might not have fit in as well as some other people. Yeah. But she's a very fun character. And yeah, it's a it's a good book. Yeah, I also any? enjoyed oh. those books and that character. Yeah. Do you have any random encounters that you've experienced? Yes. So I want to talk about Dooney, the main character from The Girl with the Louding Voice by Abby DeRay. So she's a really complex and realistic character. She's this um, 14-year-old girl in um nigeria and she's from a small village and her mother dies and she has to stop going to school because she has to basically be the woman of the house Mm -hmm. and then they can't pay their community rent so her dad sells her off to this old man to become his third wife and then eventually she like gets away from that but then she gets sold into slavery and even though she has all of these awful things happen to her she's very upbeat and optimistic and she's supposed to be quiet and submissive but she has a hard time doing that and her mouth gets her into trouble all the time and hence the name of the book yes 
and she's just her whole goal is to get education because her her mother told her that the only way to like really get anywhere in life is to have education that's nothing people can they can't take that away from you Mm -hmm. so i just sounds like a tough but good read yes it was my favorite new release of 2020 all right yeah so let's get into this character that we're gonna make So I really haven't thought a ton about what I want to make. I have narrowed it down to three classes that I would like to play. But otherwise, I think we're just going to roll for the other stuff. Yeah, sounds good. So we're going to make a level one character. Yeah. And... Going off into the world by themselves. I'm sure they'll be fine. Yeah, no problems. So what three classes were you thinking of? I've narrowed it down to cleric, druid or warlock okay and i think that i haven't really had the chance to play a cleric or druid for very long and i think they would be a pretty good class to be by yourself because i can do you know you you can take some hands you can deal out some damage you can also do some healing and then i threw warlock in the mix because it's my favorite class and you know i always want to play a warlock so (laughs) yes you do (laughs) All right, so what we'll do is if we're going to roll a d6 to determine what class, mm-hmm. and if you get a one or two, it's a cleric, three or four druid, and five or six warlock. Okay, big money. <laughs> you got a five, so you're playing warlock your favorite, the warlock. There we go. Okay. The dice and I agree on this one. Now to determine, oh, and we're doing just so everyone, if they hadn't figured it out yet, we're talking about D&D. Fifth edition. Yes. So now I'm going to have you roll two d20s to figure out what your race is going to be because there are 38 possibilities of all the big list of all of the published races. All right. And then if you get a 38, 39, or 40, you got to re-roll and then all the other ones have an associated race. If I get a double crit, I had to re-roll. That seems like... If I get double crit, I'll just pick something. All right, fine. If you get a double crit, you get to pick. I don't know what I want to pick, but I might just roll again for the pick. But (laughs) I get to choose my fate at that point. Yes. Oh, yeah. You can't read my dice. (laughs) We're using Braille dice right now, which, I mean, I can read some of them. I think that's an an R. That was an 18. Because with the D20s in Braille, they just go... From and A to T. So we got 20 total. 20. 18 and a 2. You are going to play a changeling. Changeling. Oh, so it is whatever race I want. <laughs> All right. All right. Now I need you to roll for your gender. Okay. You got a 1. That's a male? Yes. So Boy. Yep. All right. And last but not least. We're going to roll for ability scores. Are we doing them in order, or am I going to get to choose? What do you want to do? Uh, Let's see how it goes. In order, and then I might switch them. Okay. Because I don't want to die if the the con is a seven or something. Yeah. (laughs) One, one, two, four. So that's a seven. There it is. The seven strength. You jinxed yourself. Well, that wasn't a con. Yeah. Twelve. All right. 11 12 not a superstar <laughs> no by no stretch of the imagination 
11 again. Is that five? Yes. Here's where we break out the big guns for the charisma. <laughs> that 18 coming. That triple six. Hilariously, you did actually roll three sixes and oh a three. Oh my goodness. That's how you do it. Yeah. Called shot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Babe Ruth of the D&D world right now. <laughs> okay. So do you want to just go in order? Because like, you probably don't really care that much about strength. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Sounds good. Let me just see what's the what's the changeling things you get. Good question. I've I've never played a changeling. Good news. Your charisma score increases by two. So oh, so we're starting out with twenty. Yeah. <laughs> that is good news. Other things they have, they age a little faster than humans, but have similar lifespans. All right. They hate to be bound in any way. I'm sure that went over well with them making a pact with someone. Yes. They pick two skills of your choice. Deception, insight, intimidation, and persuasion. All right. You can speak, read, and write common and two other languages of your choice. All right. Additionally, um, and we're using the the Eberron source book. Gotcha. Is you get to have one ability score of your choice increased by one. All right. And then you have the ability to change your appearance and voice. So Got it. Yeah. Cool. I think I'll put the point in con just because I'll be adventuring by myself. So a little extra HP won't hurt. So bump that con up by one to get a 12. Sounds good. All right. And then... What background would you like to choose? I don't know. I think we need to talk we a little bit more about... We need to start doing a backstory. ...who this person is. Okay. So... We rolled the d4 to choose between Archfey, Celestial, Fathomless, Fathomless, or Genie. Yes. And we got a four, so I'm going to have a Genie patron. And then you rolled a three for what type of Genie, so you're serving a Fire Genie. And a Freet. So I kind of like the idea of serving a genie. I think it actually worked out because, like you said, changelings don't like to be, um, you know, beholden to people. Or I don't remember exactly what you said. Yeah, they don't like to be tied down f- and forced to do things. Yes. Really. Okay. Yeah. So and something I think it's chaotic. Very, yeah, but I think it's funny that, like, you know, maybe my character found a lamp, they wished on it, and then as Junies do they turn the wish back on my character and now they're in a pact with them yes i love this this is great okay OMG, i love it so the genie patron is from tasha's cauldron of everything good point so the genie just has like an expanded spell list and then depending on which one you serve there's another like little bit so that you get you still end up with two extra spells okay at each level where you get spells. Gotcha. So for the genie, there's a, just a generic for each of the four? Yeah, there's just a list that you get just from having it. And then mm-hmm. when you pick one of them, then you get to supplement so the rest like of the list. So probably like burning hands or something for the Ifrit. But if I was yes, for the, Afridi, the Merid, I would have some sort of water spell. Yeah. For the Afridi, you get burning hands. Okay. And then just from the genie thing, you get detect evil and good. Okay. And these can be added. They are not automatically added. Correct. They are more choices that you get to choose from for your warlock spell list. All right. And what's the other feature that a genie patron warlock gets at level one? You get 
a magical vessel that grants you a measure of the genie's power. Ooh. It's a tiny object, and you can use it as a spellcasting focus for your spells. Cool. For your warlock spells. Um, you can decide what it is, or we can randomly roll on the genie vessel table. Why don't you give me some examples? What are these? Here are all of the choices. Okay, sure. An oil lamp, an urn, a ring with a compartment, a stoppered bottle, a hollow statuette, or an ornate lantern. I think since you did like an a lamp or whatever, I think it should be like Yeah, I was thinking that like the Aladdin lamp. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking too, which yeah. is probably the first option, oil yeah. lantern or oil lamp. Yes. Alright, cool. We just have to figure out how to give me a a poo and I could be Aladdin. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to... Urchin pet... background, yeah. Well, oh, we'll do, do you want to go full on? I don't know. We could. <laughs> <laughs> it would make sense maybe if you were a changeling that you were maybe abandoned or something. Mm-hmm. Because you were kind of weird. I don't know. All right. Well, well let's keep going before okay, we make we'll any decisions. we'll keep going decisions. before we go. We got our magic lamp. Yeah, there's different... There's a couple features you get from having that. There's a bottled respite where basically you can disappear and enter this interdimensional space. Go into space. the lamp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which Much is pretty like cool. I Dream of Genie, if you, anyone is old enough to have seen that show or know what it is. <laughs> Probably our listeners, maybe not. <laughs> and then Genie's Wrath, where you can deal extra damage, like once per each turn. Cool. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, man, now I can't... <gasps> okay, no, you know what you could do? All right, go Isn't for it. Isn't Find Familiar a warlock spell? Not right away. You can get Patch of the Chain at level three. Oh, But, okay. yeah, we could get a familiar to be a boo. Yeah. That was what I was thinking, yeah. too. Okay, we glad we're on the a, same page. We have wait a couple levels. Yeah. Maybe you make it look like that after because you had a beloved pet that unfortunately passed away. Yep. It's... So sad. It is so sad. Why but did, living on why the streets is hard. Go so soon. Too soon. <laughs> Gone too soon. Before his time. <laughs> All right. So I guess now we're just. Are we leaning into Aladdin? I kind of want to lean into. Okay. Aladdin. Let's just lean into it. All right. Let's pick a name for my Aladdin knockoff here. Yeah. We could just rearrange the letters and be like Dillonod, Dillona. <laughs> Okay, we can do such a thing. Let me just see exactly how Aladdin is spelled. A-L-A-D-D-I-N. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite Disney movie from when I was a kid. It is kind of funny that in the D&D patron genie, it's kind of the opposite of Aladdin, in which yeah. the genie is now the master and I am more of the servant to yes. the master. Yes. Uh, we could just come up with a new name. Let's just come up with okay. a new name. All right, what should his name be? Because we did get a boy. Yes. Um, let's pull up Fantasy Name Generator Changeling, see what they say. All right, we're going to pull up one of our favorite websites, or at least one of my favorite websites, fantasynamegenerator.com. Because I could be with this character for a bit, so I want to make sure I enjoy the name. Sure, sure. It's important to like your character's name. I was thinking last night about being a character that, like, didn't actually have a name, but just had, like, an alias-type name, and that's what they went by always. Okay. We don't have to do that for this character. I was just throwing it out there as a fun idea. That would be a fun idea. Like, the serpent, you know, or something like that. Yeah. The fennec fox. 
Oh, so cute. <laughs> he turns into a tabaxi that looks a lot like a fennec fox. Okay, let's decide what community he grew up in. Yes, and I then think we that can would be better. Do that. So if we go Aladdin, that's a human movie, obviously, but they don't have the other races yeah. in that movie. So let's pick a random race that he uh, grew up in. Why don't you roll two d20s and we'll see what race we get this time. All right, so let's Quinn see rolled... what fun thing we get. Quinn rolled for the race of the community that this character grew up with. Vidalkin. Vidalkin. So let That's me like just... the uh, Magic the Gathering Yep, I was just going to grab the Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica real okay. quick. I did not know we owned this book, listeners. Quinn just pulled the book off the shelf. I didn't know we owned it. <laughs> the funny thing is, he was there with me when I bought it. I don't doubt that is true. Because you are going to be the Dungeon Master, Quinn. You should make sure that you want to have these races in your world before we, you well, know. We'll see what it even okay. is before I make any decisions. Gotcha. Because I don't actually know what a Vidalkin is. They believe that nothing is perfect and every imperfection is a chance for improvement and progress. Mm-hmm. They are tall and slender, stand about a head taller than humans, have hairless skin, and it's shades of blue. All right. So they're kind of just like... They're kind of like Blue Man Group. <laughs> I was going to say that, yeah, they look kind of like Blue Man Group, but... <laughs> They are like Avatar, oh, okay. the James Cameron movie, gotcha. but just without hair. And gotcha. they don't have pointy ears. Yeah, and they can't plug into animals, I guess, them without the hair. Yeah. Oh, whoa, they don't have ears at all. Oh, that's odd. And they have broad and flat noses and are partially amphibious. Okay. That's a fun fact. I am fine with you having with having this in my world. I'm usually a pretty easygoing DM okay. about what's allowed. Because I want people to have fun and be whatever they want to be. Well, I didn't pick it. The dice picked it. We had it as a possibility yep. that the dice could have picked. Okay. All right. Let's, I guess, look at Vidalkin names. All right. We're just choosing one of their published ones. And it's Naboon. N-E-B-U-N. Naboon, the changeling that looks like a Vidalkin currently. Genie Warlock. So what kind of cities did they live in? They sounds like they'd live kind of probably on a coast if they're partially amphibious. Um, I think so. It doesn't... We me... could do like a desert on a coast, right? Like Egypt exists. I guess Egypt's more on a river, is it? I don't think it's on a coast, is it? It has the Nile going through it. Egypt is on a coast of like... Okay, it is on yeah. Africa. That's what I thought. Yeah. My geography knowledge is bad. Yeah, so there is a coast that, and he grew up in this coastal city, but <laughs> he heard about, so I'm going to say he was sick of toiling away and like. How long do Vidalcans live? Their lifespan is typically 350 years. Okay. Naboon knows that he is a changeling, so he knows that he is not going to age the same way as them and definitely not live as long. So maybe he, maybe the Vidalcan have like longer goals. Like, hey, you know, you go to school for the first hundred years of your life and then you get a job and then yeah, you, Yeah, because you know. Vidalcan, they are, 
they're big on education and because they see that as a great way to achieve their goals and and they're um big on like designing experiments and things like that Mm -hmm. very orderly and knowledge seeking yeah so i think maybe naboon also it's a bit he likes chaos he doesn't like all that structure right he doesn't like all the structure and he definitely has figured out like oh i'm not going to i don't want to be in school for a hundred years and then die because if my lifespan is that of a human yeah you know i don't want to be in school my whole life yeah you know sometimes when you're in school it feels like i'm going to be in school my whole life but someday you yeah. should get out. <laughs> so maybe one of his parents, like maybe he has a Vidalkin mother. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what his dad is. I don't even know how you get a changeling. I think that it's the question for the ages, Quinn. I don't think anyone knows. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or probably we could figure it out, but I don't want to right now. <laughs> I don't know how you get a changeling. Doesn't matter. I think a lot of times what happens with changelings is that they're kind of crappy and they steal babies and then replace the baby with a changeling baby. Okay. And then the changeling gets raised, like, you know, by the Okay, people. okay. So, so right. that way their yes. children can fit in with normal society. That is one, like, I think... That is, like, I don't the, know like that, the fairy story. Yeah, I don't know like if that, that is the D&D version, but that is, like, Honestly, the, it's my world. I can do whatever I want. And we're going to say that's what they do. Okay. Sounds good. So, Naboon... Has been raised as Vidalcan, but clearly he figures out that he's a changeling. I think that his family would also figure out that he was a changeling, just because, like, he's aging differently. Like, they take a long time to age. Like, Vidalcan, they take, like, 40 years to reach maturity. Okay. Whereas changelings age faster than humans even do. Right, so he's, like, 15 and, like, I'm a mature adult now. Yeah, and he, he doesn't like that his parents are forcing all this structure on him so he runs away from home seeking adventure Mm -hmm. because he wants that and he heard a story about this genie lamp unfortunately he didn't listen all the way to the whole story yeah you know the consequence at the end of the fairy tale he was gone before that got read yeah so he goes off to adventure whatever and he's yeah he's heard stories about treasure hunting and he thinks that sounds really exciting and fun Mm mm-hmm and, like, he likes reading adventure stories, so maybe he's like, yeah, I'm going to go off and be a pirate or something or whatever. Okay. So he goes around and he's traveling, doing whatever, and he, he finds this, eventually finds this genie lamp. And he's like, yeah, I can get whatever I want, you know. I can wish that my family stops putting all this pressure on me to do whatever. Or maybe he just wishes, like, yeah, I wish I was not beholden to Vidalcan society or yes. something. Okay, yes. I love that. So he does that wish and now he isn't. Yeah, However, and now the genie's like, okay, you're not, but now <laughs> Yeah, but you're, now you're beholden to me. Yeah. I and... have basically changed the world so that now the Vidalcans don't remember that you were there and now you are just mine. <laughs> yes. Which is kind of sad. So maybe he's trying to like break free of his obligation and like get back to his family because he realizes that like i do yeah he loves his mom and his his... uh little sister okay he also has a dad like he, he loves his family he just didn't want so much pressure from them he wanted to be able to live his own life it's like any kid that runs away well i mean so he is actually adult aged yeah we'll say he's 
let's say he's 18. Yeah. But I'm thinking of the story of, like, you know, when you were, like, maybe 10 years old or 5 years old or something, and you're like, I'm going to run away, and then you get to the end of the block, and then you stand there for five minutes, and then you go home. Yeah, because you're like, oh, no, I don't want to leave my family. I have to go to the bathroom, and I'm kind of hungry, and, like, I don't know where to do any of that, not at home, so let's just go home. But maybe he does that kind of thing, but, like, he already made the wish. Yes. And now it's like, well, I'm trapped in this uh, new fate. Yeah, so his goal is to, like, because as he's, like, going around whatever adventure, he finds out that there is a thing called wish, like, a spell. So he wants to be able to undo this thing and, like, free him from the genie and... Ironically, is going to have to work with the genie to become powerful enough to mm-hmm. free himself from the genie. It's yes. very, very confusing. It is. For Nibun. It is. It is very confusing for him. But I think this is an interesting story, and this gives me gives me some stuff to work with. Yeah, I think this will be fun. Uh, he's obviously very charismatic everyone loves Naboon yeah uh he's very weak you know the Fidelcan society does not put a lot of stress on physical activity so his strength is way down there at seven (laughs) he can barely pick up a cupcake (laughs) (laughs) um Uh, is that the name of the episode can barely pick up a cupcake (laughs) that's a pretty good name but, yeah, I think it's very funny because his intelligence was 12, so it's like mm-hmm. he's a little smarter, but he's probably not quite Vidalk and smart for, like, what they have normal. You know, their probably average intelligence is 12, at least for Vidalkans, I would say. Yeah, their intelligence, like, just a thing they get is their intelligence increases by 2 and their wisdom increases by 1. Yeah, so they're very brainy. So he has also felt like he didn't fit in for that reason as well because he's like, he's not dumb, but he's not like, you know, he's a very average to lower student in the Fidelcom school system. Right. But okay, so Naboon has decided um, now he basically doesn't know where to go and he's just going to be wandering into probably some tavern or something to figure out what to do next to game power to kind of begin his adventure so let's let's figure out these skills and languages and stuff. that's true we do need to do that stuff so do vidalkin have their own language they have vidalkin as a language okay so, so one he, of his two languages should be vidalkin i agree and then maybe um we you and i can work with this off off mic where you know once you set up a little idea for your world a little more maybe what societies are nearby or what would they have taught in school sure so we can pick another language later it doesn't have to be the second another possibility is like primordial because like that's oh, yeah, like an that elemental would be language. The genie language so like maybe that's let's go with it because yeah. let's just do it like that's primordial. something that he got Yeah, he just kind of now knows Primordial, didn't actually learn it, just kind of when the genie and him linked up, he now knows this language. Yes. Or maybe the map had Primordial writing on it, and then, like, he rubbed it to try to read it, couldn't read it, the genie came out, he did his wish. Yeah. Now when he looks at the lamp, he can read the Primordial words on it. Yes. I like that. So we got our two extra languages, now we gotta pick some skills. And then I guess the other question is, 
What background did we just make? Ooh, good question. Is so, it like a sage? I would say that or noble, maybe, if he was a noble house. If we do sage, we're going to have to pick another two languages. I don't think sage is bad. Well, yeah, let's, we're going to go with sage. Okay, we will choose the sage background. Sage gets arcana and history. All right, so Naboon knows arcana and history, so or doesn't take... know them. He has them as skills. Yep, so I'm going to cross those off the list of warlock ones. All right. So then you can do, for the changeling, you get deception, insight, intimidation, or persuasion. You get two of those. And then for warlock, of the ones that are left, you can you choose two of deception, intimidation, investigation, nature, and religion. I think I'll choose investigation. Okay. Hmm. What were the changeling ones? Deception, insight, intimidation, persuasion. And you'd said before that you were thinking of persuasion. Yeah, let's go persuasion. Okay. I think maybe not insight because he couldn't read the genie. <laughs> I agree that not insight. I'll go deception. It's on both lists. Okay, so and deception then for changeling. We have left intimidation and what else? Religion, nature. Intimidation, nature, religion. Hmm. Which one do you think he'd learn more about in Vidalcan culture? Nature or religion? I think I was th- maybe I think religion. religion. Okay. We will choose religion for the last one from some of the schooling he did. Yeah. All right. And then, yes, he'll get two more languages, which we'll determine later. Yep. And I think that's it for, like, skills and stuff like that. Yeah. So that is Naboon, I think, and look forward to a future episode and or maybe a bonus content. We'll let you know when we decide, but yes. you could hear me play Naboon in a world that Quinn is going to make for me. And I think at the beginning of that episode, we can give a quicker recap of Naboon and maybe, you know, elaborate like, oh, I picked these extra two languages and I picked this spell list or whatever. Yeah, and we'll probably, we'll put the character sheet on either our website or if it's a patron-only thing, it'll be on our Patreon. Yep, sounds good. I'm excited to try to play this character someday soon, Quinn. Yeah, I'm also excited. Should be a lot of fun, and I had a lot of fun making this character that we had no idea how it was going to (laughs) go. Yeah, I was not expecting a Vidalcan-looking changeling that is like Aladdin. Yeah. That turned out to not be that much like Aladdin by the end, but that's all right. (laughs) You know, that's just, that's how inspiration goes. Yeah, sometimes, you know, we You follow the thread, and sometimes you make a beautiful tapestry, and other times you're sewing up a wound that someone got. (laughs) Other times you're throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks, right? <laughs> yes. That's and then you, know you find done. out that, oh, you weren't throwing spaghetti at all. It was a meatloaf. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> How'd that happen? How, how did I mess that up? <laughs> and also, what am I going to eat for dinner? Exactly. I, I have foolishly <laughs> threw my food on against the wall. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to learn more about what food we threw on the wall. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, go ahead, Gwen. <laughs> you can find more information about our show at a couple of characterspodcast.com. Have ideas or feedback or need help creating your next character? Email us at a couple of characterspod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ACOC Podcast. We'd like to thank John Began for composing our theme music. And if you like what we're doing, please rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, those five star reviews will help us reach more listeners and 
get more ideas for more characters when we get feedback and such. And we'll give you a shout out on the show when you give us a five-star review. Yes. Another way to support us is by becoming a Patreon donor, and you can just search ACOC Podcast there. You can use our affiliate link on bookshop.org by going to bookshop.org slash shop slash ACOC podcast. And whenever you make a purchase through that, we get 10% and a local bookstore of your choice gets 10%. And you can also buy gift cards on there. Yes, we also have a link for the affiliate gift card link and all of those purchases also support us and independent bookstores as well. Yep. So check it out. You can find me on Twitter at Alex and Winterland. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nana Dr. Quinn. Thanks for listening. Keep on rolling. just have to sometimes whisper to the dice and they will do as you bid <laughs> the fathomless so it doesn't have to be creepy oh, it could it just does. be like literally the creator of the universe that's true but how's that fun if it's not creepy you can imagine it as however you choose it is beyond our understanding sometimes you have to get the wrong option to know that you didn't want to do that you got a four this is actually a three. <laughs> Let me just rearrange my big old stack of books. You got, I don't know what that is. And I'm not sure what that is either. You can give us 5% and you give a local. Nope, it's 10%. Oh, whoa. It's 10%.